What's good, listeners? Welcome to the Chris Collins Show, Millennial Bunker Edition. Good morning, Marissa. How's it going, fam? Absolutely fabulous. I know, right? I mean, we're beyond stoked. We've had such a successful season nine. And guess what, fam? It's our season nine finale. But we got a great show for everybody because our guest on Just Talking is director Skylar Lawson to discuss his Great Depression heist film, Whelm, and Strike Accord artist, Hurricane Highway. They are a four-time Grammy-nominated American country band out of Ireland. (laughs) And also, don't forget to check out our brand-new podcast series, Off the Fret, featuring the Blowies as our inaugural guest. More music, more music talk. All right, Marissa, it's time to rock and roll. Hey, what's good, listeners? Am I on? I can't tell. (laughs) There we are. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's good, listeners? Our guest joining us on Just Talking is director Skylar Lawson live on the Chris College Show, Millennial Talk Show, as we get his audio on in. How's it going, fam? Hey, there he is. Hi. Hey. You're all jazzy. I Are like you the colors. Jail? Are you in jail? You're wearing, oh, I, thought it was like a, I thought it was an orange jumper. No, 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 no. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, most, uh, you know, most people in prison now have cell phones. You know, they're doing a great challenge and everything. So, I mean, it could be possible. Skylar, where are you at now? (laughs) I am currently in Wabash, Indiana, which is my hometown. It's where I grew up. It's where my family lives because this is where we filmed the movie. And we're we're premiering it for all the folks that helped us out in the uh, 100-year-old movie theater they've got. here in town on saturday so that's going to be tomorrow so i'm here promoting things seeing family seeing everybody who helped and catching up that's got to be really cool especially where we're actually going to be uh prepping up the trailer right now as marissa's in the background she's already giving me the thumbs up before we even begin discussing your film why don't we let the ccs family know what's good by playing the teaser of well roll the clip marissa K-S-Y. What kind of name is Alexi? I mean, I'm telling you, fam, just with that teaser alone, it's probably one of the better teasers that I've seen in a long time because it absolutely sets the tone for what Whelm is all about. And Skylar, is this your directorial debut? It is. The first time I've gone the full length. And it was that good? I have to, I mean, (laughs) no, I'm serious. The cinematography blew my mind. I love, I mean, the acting was great. I mean, all of it, the soundtrack, that's your first full Dang. That is that's the best. You need to be time. teaching some of these college students to like how <laughs> to yeah, do it. Yeah, I know, right? They're like you've gone through an MFA program, and suddenly I'm like, that's what you're teaching us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's facts right there. But I mean, Skylar, I mean, what is it like to step on set knowing that you're about to direct a full length film? I mean, walk us through that process for anybody who has no idea what it's like to even become a filmmaker and even begin sure. this cinematic journey. Well, listen, I start. I try to get a couple movies off the ground for a while, 
found out that I was asking for a little bit too much money because the world tells you you need a ton of money to make well, what's a feature film. Too much money in, in, uh, in the indie world. I mean, literally, if you're going out uh, and you've made some short films, you're asking for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Um, that's a lot of money in the real world. In movie land, where your brain can be on the cloud somewhere, you can think <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I'm worth. But you've got to prove it. So, so what I ended up doing was I was like, why don't I just go back home to where I grew up? I know that place intimately. I know the people. And, uh, and it's cinematic. It's beautiful. I grew up on a, on a grain farm that's been in our family for over 100 years. I'll write for specifically those things I have access mm. to. So if no one ever gives me a dime, I'll still be able to make the movie. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, though, at the same time, though, it's like, no, I like to shoot on film, celluloid, all of that. So I have the aspiration, you know, let's make it legit. But just in case, have a backup plan. So I'm just lucky enough to be, you know, really good friends with my collaborators. Uh, Ed Herrera, you alluded to the cinematographer. He's one of the best in the game. But he's also my, like my best friend. He's like my brother. And uh, and so are these actors. The actors had worked on my short films and, and they were trained to HB Studios in New York. And it's like we're Pacino and De Niro trained a, a lot That's of awesome. a lot of really a lot of really talented folks trained there. And so I knew that they were worth their salt. They're, they're trained on the stage. So if we had to do not very many takes, we we're going to be good. So starting off there, we step on set first day. Yeah, it's going to be nerve wracking. But once that film starts going through the camera, right, it's game. It's game time. And you just try to hang on for dear life. It's like uh, what did someone say? It's like trying to take the SATs while you're riding a bull. Like <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you know what that I is love such that an you... Indiana reference because like so out no. here in Valley, people don't ride bulls. So hey, I've never ridden a bull. I've never ridden a bull either. So I'm out. I'm fronting to you right now. But hey, I I can only imagine. I've ridden a sheep. But I was going to say, Skylar, you, you made such an interesting point, especially when it comes to producing an indie film, because yours honestly looks like you're on a Scorsese level when it comes to the cinematography. And I like that Appreciate you that. use the environment that you're around. I mean, I mean, I tend to joke with Hollywood films. I mean, it's really easy to make a rom-com. All you need is an apartment. Right. <laughs> But right? I mean, when it comes to your film, I mean, you use the whole state of Indiana. And I mean, is that the main reason you came up with the concept of a bank heist during the Great Depression era? Because you felt well, like growing up, you were kind of there? I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, there's a lot of local legends about about crime in Indiana. Like, you know, we're right by Chicago, right underneath Chicago. And, and so a lot of those criminals were coming down here to hide out. And there's always local legends you know, every family has local legends about, you know, you know John, John Dillinger and Capone and all this right. stuff. And my and, grandfather might have hit out there. He was the driver for Pretty Boy Floyd. Hey, uh, so he honestly might have hit out there. I would. I would. Related. I don't know. I would. I definitely think that's a possibility, truly. And so that's kind of where the root happened. And the thing is, the whole movie, the entire movie is filmed in the small town, the tiny small town. It's like a three factory town. Uh, that I grew up in. So it looks really vast, but I, I was blessed to grow up with the, the horizons on both sides, you know, cornfields and soybean fields. And so I knew what that beauty was, but to bring that to a, like a national scale. And to be honest, you said, I mean, thank you so much for the compliment to like Scorsese level. I mean, that's, that he's, that's my film school. I used to watch everything he put out, all the interviews to, that's how I learned what, how to do what I do. So that's a big praise. Him, Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, Chris Nolan, I, I you know, I look at well, these also, guys. Well, you also, Skyler, you also kind of pulled like a Conan Brothers move on this film. I mean, you, right, you did a unique right. approach to directing your indie film by you introduced like these 13 short chapters. I mean, yeah. how did this idea come to be? Was it the Coen Brothers? I mean, are you uh, always kind of thought about Well, this? 
listen, Cohen Brothers are obviously one of my favorites as well. And, and that's also a high compliment, really. To be honest, I would just wanted to make something that was vastly different than what Hollywood was putting out. Because these days there's like an ocean of content. Um, you got to be different. If people aren't talking about it, then you're not really. And I told the whole casting crew when we started making it, I said, the needle has to go either all the way to the right or the left. If it goes in the middle, we made right. nothing. People have to talk about it. They either have to love it or hate it. So we had to bet on ourselves and go all the way and try to maybe try to evoke some of the, the earlier era of the American epics, also some of the, the grittiness of the 70s. Uh, and that's being a good able, point, but like, because yeah. you have to provoke the listening audience to believe and buy into the story. And I did have this thought, especially in the opening minutes of the film. You yeah. bring up this quote that's from Reed Haywood that reads, The following is a tall tale on how I involved myself in the crime wave of 1933 to steal time with my long lost brother. Honestly, yeah. when I read that, were you trying to pull a Fargo move intending to trick the audience into watching a non-fictional piece? Or if not, how in the world did you come across this story and why did you want to tell this story in your directorial debut? Well, it's 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 laced into local legends. And so I, the thing is, I went into the history books only for the facts of where these criminals were. Ah. Uh, but I, I then all it's all laced in nonfiction. Because what's going on, without giving too much away, obviously right. it says to steal time with my long lost brother is a younger brother trying to reconnect with an older brother who had been gone at, at war, at World War One, for a long time and he hadn't seen him. So he's right, trying to reconnect. So he's involving both of them in, you know, that's the celebrity of the day, these bank robbers. And so he's trying to give them time together. And so the whole thing is fabricated, but it's based on very much reality and personal, personal experience. Because when you grow up in the Midwest, um, you know, that's a blue collar nature to, to grow up in. It's all about hard work and pride in your work. And but at the same time, you're trying to expand. And you're trying to become your own person. And, and family is everything. When you get older, you realize that what you have is actually golden. And so that mo the movie is, is based on like the local legends of celebrity and the, and the fame and all of that about like the, the bank robbers and how if you were just had a brush with history, as the movie says, uh, that that lineage can go down to your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids. So like, that's what right. I hear. Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying my family <laughs> directly dealt with bank robbers or anything, but every family has yeah. that like little my bit, like they saw the fastest car they've yeah. ever seen driving through the, the prairie, all of that. But the and only so, closest thing I've done to a bank heist was Grand Theft Auto 5. I mean, that's about <laughs> and, it. And also <laughs> we involved ourselves in history because we got to rob a bank. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, was Grand Theft we were playing. Five. I mean. Yeah, and let's be, let's be honest, as serious as the movie is, you zoom out, the movie's like adult Looney Tunes. There's a lot of crazy things going on in this movie that no one's going to expect. And, and it's all about, you know, having fun and just taking all the risks. Because uh, I was told long ago uh, by someone in Hollywood, they said, you know what, you should go ahead and make the thing that only you can make because you're the only one that can do that. And this yeah. is the time when no one's going to be telling you what to do. And, and I, so like how, I liked how with your writing throughout it, there was some funny moments. Like you had one where the younger brother said something and um, Autumn was like, what are you writing a play? Nobody even yeah. talks like that. And I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's funny that yeah. you even referenced like that too, really Marissa, good. because when I was reading the title of the movie, I was going, well, what millennial even says well? So, like, why yeah. did you decide to name this period piece after that word? I mean, what does that mean to you and, and for the to tie it all in? Totally. Well, I, <laughs> I wrote the I, I wrote the movie. Um, the, the title came first, which is the weirdest thing. Um, and to be honest, you look up well in the dictionary, it's going to tell you, like, it means to bury to like 
basically it's just yeah, it's my new to, scrabble to, word to, I to mean... take over <laughs> it means to take over and it and it's also just an influx of information that it's mm. everything that the movie is the movie is like an onslaught of like there's a lot of emotional like waves that just happen all at once all at once and just for the characters just things are piling up so fast and to be honest at the time of my life i was trying to get movies off the ground i you know married my high school sweetheart and say i'm risking a lot to, to get this going before we have kids and all of that and do you and want I to was, take I, words I, back I, on that no, <laughs> no 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 but the, but the thing is but the I'm thing is it's like uh, i was i was feeling all of that at the same time so i just poured it all in there and i was like if i'm feeling this you know a lot of people are the, you know america's a crazy place right now so so the idea is that it's a word that people don't hear very often they've heard it in other contexts and to be honest it goes on upon the theme of like if the needle lands in the middle, you made nothing. So at least people are like, what is this word? Yeah, and uh, right. and in the end, if you want to get down to the brass tacks, like look up the dictionary uh, definition. If you like look at it, I knew because I Googled it and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> what it says when you when you Google it, the thing that comes up at the top is exactly what the movie is. So people will be fed that way. And in the end, the word kind of just feels Amazing. like the 1930s. To be honest. <laughs> it just does. That yeah. is amazing. It, it does. It really does. That's why I joked with you. I was going, I don't hear too many millennials say that. But I have to say, Skyler, I've never said I mean, it until I made this movie. I've never said the word. <laughs> no, I believe. I totally believe. <laughs> but I have to say, your indie film is majestically beautiful with incredible detail to the cinematography, the sound production, the cosmetics. And, you know, we've also acknowledged the set design that makes you truly feel like you're living in the Great Depression. But I'm curious, though. How long does it take to shoot a film like this? Uh, a lot longer than we did it. And I'll tell you that we did it in 14 <laughs> days total with one day break in the middle. And uh, our and our crew was. Uh, did you all... shoot this during COVID? No, uh, no, no. We shot this in 2018. Okay, in October, so you got just lucky. Yeah, yeah. October of 2018. <laughs> and then I got done editing it and it was and it, we were getting ready to go into festivals and things like that. And COVID hit. But that's OK. But what, uh, what are the biggest setbacks, though, with shooting a film on a 14-day notice? I mean, what is this something that the filmgoers don't know that they need to know? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, the town, like, rallied around us and let us under their wing. It doesn't happen without them. And, and where dollar value falls short, a personal connection, like, picks up the slack. And we were fed by, you know, church groups and and, and, lady, and ladies' clubs and, and different, like, Elks clubs and and we were fed and, and the actors come from, you know, New York and Los Angeles and the crew comes in and they're fed like kings. We're, eat, we're eating like buffet <laughs> level and, and everybody's giving hugs after we leave. Like that doesn't happen every day to day set. So like that warmth of like the Midwest that you wouldn't think would add to a movie set. What it did was our cell phones didn't work half the time because we were kind of off the grid. So outside world keeps is you gone. focused in the it, zone. We're, off the, <laughs> we're shooting on film so we, we don't get to do like a hundred takes i'll take as many That's as it takes true. to get it in the can but everybody's bringing their a game right away and celluloid's a big part of that and we we're making a we we're trying to make a classic kind of movie so that adds to it and uh to be honest like this place is stuck in time not in a bad way in a great way they, they preserve the history and uh and in the end uh yeah 14 days is really tight we were doing double amount of scenes is what probably a union would let us do but everybody was game <laughs> to do it we were all right. living in the same farmhouse. So it was like summer camp, right? Only we had something to do. We had to get up at sunrise, you know, work till sunset. And, and there was no shame in that game because we were all friends by the end. And, and we were friends before. So that's what it took to get it done in that time. And, and what it ends up being is, is a town opening up their arms and, and allowing us to run around in their streets and shut down the road. And, and we invited yeah. the, the locals out to watch it like it was a football game. Um, right. And they did. And just give them a little something different. You can't come to a place with your hands wide open you have to uh, you have to come with your hands full and give them something. 
And, and so like, that's what we, that's what we were all about. You involve the town in that because especially in like I'm from a big city, so we don't even think about it. But in small towns yeah. like that will be talked about for generations. Did you know yeah. that so and so shot their film here? And oh, look, here's my living room. And it's in the film. Oh, that's my cornfield. Like that'll actually yeah. be part of the history's lore. And I right. love that you invited that because that's like a, a, no, it's, a re- it's a really cool thing. And I know that we got about five minutes with you, Skylar. And I did yep. want to bring up some pop culture with you because I can already sure tell even during this 15 minutes that you were super ambitious in the filmmaking world. And I got to <laughs> yeah. I got to bring some things that we raised with uh, the co-founder of Gen Z Critics about how Matt Damon is now siding with Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola about the challenges modern cinema faces pointing out both superheroes and streaming for ruining movies does he have a point or is this a baby boomer mentality well here's what i have to say about that something will die if you start throwing dirt on it so like let's not throw dirt on cinema quite yet like uh you know i'm just old enough to go to the prom now so let's go you know like uh <laughs> let's 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 make let's let's go ahead and and uh uh-oh, did I, oh, did I, you. no, you're good. You're good. Hey, sorry. 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 Like, anyway, what I was going to say is, like is, is uh, I, understand, <laughs> yeah, I understand, I understand exactly what they're saying. Um, it, like that, that formula is being repeated over and over and, and it's all about getting the widest grab of the audience. But, but I let think me ask this, you something though, Tyler, I was Skyler. I mean, yeah. I said Tyler. But, it's all good, hey, don't worry. but it's like, obviously you're a director though. I mean, isn't it having your film placed on, let's say Amazon prime, a huge milestone for up and coming directors, or am I viewing this completely wrong? I'm already here uh, like, from you a little bit already. Yeah. I mean, there's a half a million, there's a half a million movies on, on Amazon prime right now. So it doesn't necessarily make you fully special. Uh, it's a huge, it's a huge accomplishment. Box office though, right? It's a, it's right? a huge you know? accomplishment to get a movie done. It's a miracle anytime a movie gets made. But how we believe, we, I mean, we put our movie in, in theaters ourselves. So we, we negotiated to keep the rights to, uh, to put it in theaters. And we put it on 35 millimeter film and we project on 35 millimeter film. But can I and read you a tweet, though, that I think that you'll get a kick out of? Of course. Because uh, the Rise of the Guardians director, Peter Ramsey, said last week, although many people will watch films on TV, there's still something almost church-like about seeing them in theaters. And what is it that these directors not understand? And I mean, I might be, you know, because I don't want to go to church all the time. Not anymore. I mean, I right, find it right. very comfortable in the scene of my home. So what is it that you see moving forward when it comes to modern cinema in the box offices? Do you see us millennials coming back or is it only for when Spider-Man No Way Home releases? Listen, I think it's up to people like me and, and my generation to give you guys a reason to come out to the theater. That's the whole problem. Uh, you know, if, if we're going to we got to risk it all and give them something that's 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 worth going out to see. Uh, like the, the thing is, is like people like Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Scorsese, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, you want to go to their movies. It's like an event. So what yeah. if we just decided like COVID happened, you know, the crater of, of the last year happened. What if we just decide what if we're whatever we're not happy with in the movie industry? Why don't we just hard reset and make it what we want it to be? Don't do throw you dirt feel, on the, do you gone. feel that it needs to be an effort from, I guess, these indie studio companies? Because a lot of people felt like that's what A24 was doing for the youth. But now right. A24, I hear, is going to get bought out pretty soon. And that's not right. going to be the route destination for, for indie filmmakers. I mean, right. how do you succeed in this crazy industry of getting into the box office theater? Well, first off, I'm in the business of making the best movie I can get done and then seeing like who that. connects with that. And that's my job. But at the same time, it's also my job to deliver you guys something 
that that is worthy of going to see because it's that's yours. So and it is your film needs to be on the big screen. No, seriously, like I was yeah. sad. It was on my little tiny 14 inch Mac. I was like, oh no, <laughs> this needs to be. At least it wasn't on the iPhone. But I know we're, we got like 30 seconds wrapping yeah. up, Skyler. I don't mean to yeah. cut you off, but I You're want the CCS family to know what's good. Where can they check out your film today? Well, uh, Wilms on Amazon Prime, like we said, it's on it's on iTunes, and you can you can get them both there. You can buy rent. You can also get a Blu-ray of it, uh, and it's on some certain streaming platforms. So you can just speak into your little remote and, and, and search <laughs> it. You you can see where it'll well. come up. But at the same time, we're putting it in theaters on 35 millimeter as a road show. It's going to travel the country and and uh, and make an event about it about you know kind of let's throw it back to a different era and come see it in the theater if it comes to your town and hopefully it Hell is. Oh yeah, come to yeah, LA. So I want it in it, LA. It, I'll come. It, it was it, in there. It was there we, like last it's week. Coming back. Ago. It's coming, coming back. It's coming back because I missed it. Obviously, it's coming back. We'll do we'll do multiple dates in Los Angeles, uh, probably New York, Atlanta. We're gonna we're gonna try to get it as many places as we can and make it and make it special to go to the movies again rather than rock just like a one-off. Rock and roll, Skyler. Yeah. Skyler, you're amazing, my friend. Go ahead and check out his directorial debut. That is Whelm out now on Amazon Prime. Or you know what? Just go ahead and follow him on social media so you can go ahead and see it in person. Yeah. Rock and roll, Skyler. Hopefully Thank we you. talk with you later on in the future. And much success Thank for you, your Dad. film because it's Appreciate truly a beautiful one. Thank Peace. Hey, what's good, listeners? We're thrilled to have four-time Grammy-nominated American country band from Ireland, Hurricane Highway, live on the Chris Collins Show, Millennial Talk Show. Also, check out our brand-new podcast series, Off the Fret, featuring the Blowies as our inaugural guest. More music, more music talk. But, hey, Ed, it looks like we're in the middle of an inception right now with you. You know, the Leonardo, you see how you're like... <laughs> But that's, we're on the other side of the world, but you got to realign yourself. I know. <laughs> that's what you told me to do. No, I did. No, no, it's just your, you got it. Yeah, Yay! rotate it, baby. You know what? We'll just rock it with this for now. We'll Hold see on. what's good. But I appreciate that. Is that is the way. Ed. That is the way we had it, man. That's the way I had it yesterday. <laughs> that's so true. I said, I said, man, people want to see your beautiful features, brother. They don't want to oh, see your vertical. They want to see your horizontal. This, this like is it. a great. This is a great start. This is a great start. <laughs> I'm Marissa. Hi. By the way, I love your accent. I'm an accent fanatic. Just had to throw it out there. Awesome. Hi, Ed. Hey, Ed, let's get right on into it because Hurricane Highway is a multi-award winning American country band that records music in Nashville, correct? And then mixes tracks in Ireland. I mean, talk to me about how the band is making music when each band member is in a different part of the world. I mean, that's insane. Well, each band member in a different part of the world, not so much, I suppose, it is all based out of Ireland. Um, but each member, like, is spread, I was, I meant throughout Ireland. But we also work with people like producers, songwriters, right across, like, America, you know? Um, oh, Kentucky, yeah. for instance, Kentucky, I write, I write every Tuesday with a writer in Kentucky, Chicago, and Nashville, where we produce a lot of our work. But since kind of working with Zoom and all that, and especially since in the last year and a half through lockdown and everything like that, what we've done is we've been working, we've done a bit of this before, but more so now we've been working back and forth with major guys in, in Nashville that have worked with some of the top players, like, and they're serious players. So they've been playing as well on our tracks. They send back stuff here. We do guitars. My co-founder, Kevin Collins, great guitar player. He does most, most of the guitar work on it. Like, and 
I put in some stuff, but uh, that's the way it works. Back and forth, and we send it back and forth and ideas. And normally we send it back again. They tell us what we done was rubbish, and we tell them what they done was rubbish. And back and forth. <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to share this because uh, you I'm were only joking me, about that part. You, you know, we, we had the opportunity to speak during the pre-show just because we wanted to play it safe because obviously we're having And just because we wanted to put the phone the right way. I know. Exactly. Okay, don't listen to her. put the phone the right thing. way, but, but I'm I Marissa, I am not, yeah? Marissa, I am not taking the blame for that. No way. No way. It was Chris's fault. It's he does that to me too. He'll be like, Marissa, you need to fix your mic. La, 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 la. And then I well, do I mean, it. That's got to be some of the biggest setbacks I would assume in Zoom sessions. There's but... always one tech guy. There's always one tech guy. <laughs> hey, you got to. But hey, Ed, you know, you joked with me prior to the live show that your guitarist, Kevin Collins, which is actually my father. Father's name, which father's is kind name. of a weird yeah. deja vu moment. Yeah. But anyways, you joked that your guitarist, Kevin Collins, is the highway keeping the band on the road while you're the hurricane brewing up He's the storm. He's keeping things on the street. <laughs> this is me. This is me. I take a left turn or a right turn every now and again. But how important <laughs> is that to have in a band? Um, he keeps kind of discipline and structure in it, I suppose, you know, like that kind of way. Now, we both, we're both have a lot of... Uh, determination and drive and you know when he came to me with you know the idea and we both bounced ideas when we met up first basically what um what that done was like uh, we we just drove we both had the same kind of like-minded thoughts you know with with what we wanted to do with hurricane highway and as i say yeah I'm the hurricane and he's the highway, so that's the way it works. <laughs> no, I love it, Ed, and I think one of the coolest things that you guys do, and I think you're, you're proving exactly my point that I keep advocating to the listeners and even a lot of up-and-coming bands is, you could be a four-time Grammy-nominated artist, and you can still do cover songs to be heavily successful in your own musical career, and I know well, you the, guys have a music video for Dancing on the Ceiling, which we is have, a cover from Lionel Richie. <laughs> We have. It's just such a cracking song. I said this. We started doing it at the live shows, and I said to Kev, "We have to record this. It's an amazing song at the live shows. Do a country kind of version of it." That's what we've done, and it goes down like the biggest bands in the world, from Bon Jovi, you know, Aerosmith. They all do. They they, they are covering in their in their set. So we said. This is an ultimate one. Let's do it. Let's do it justice. And I hope we have done it justice. So it is a crack rock. Hey, well, let's let's let the the CCS family know what's good. Let's play that track right now. This is Hurricane Highway, and this is their cover track from Lionel Richie's Dancing on the Ceiling, live on the Chris Collins Show, Millennial Talk Show.
to strike a chord where if you physically or digitally pick up that record you're gonna know these tracks and we got ed live with us he's the singer songwriter for hurricane highway and you know what i always like to bring this up because obviously you're across the pond you're on the west end of ireland correct yeah i am what is the current state of performing live shows in ireland because i know here in socal we're slowly starting to unravel but it's been kind of you know we kind of have some hiccups you know and bumps in the roads what is it like in ireland today um at the moment we're still we're not on lockdown but it's still it's still we're, we're not we, we're not on let's not on shutdown or lockdown but we uh, there's no live shows the entertainment industry still hasn't got back to normal but we're hoping there'll be kind of a roadmap they're working on it at the minute for the next are five, you skeptical? Six are, are you skeptical about the return of live music? I hope so. And I look kind of, do I look like I'm froze there as well? No, no you're good. You know, everything's okay. good on your end. <laughs> but I, all I can see is just me froze completely. No, you're good. Oh, okay, no. Hey, that's the across the pond conversations. You know how it is. Everything's good, brother. You're moving. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Did they close the pubs down? I can't imagine like Irish people being okay with the pubs being closed. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> no, they did have the pubs closed. Yeah, the pubs yeah. were closed for a while. But um, yeah, they're back up open and now when people go inside. But it's just no live music allowed, no live. Wow. Like under, there is still restrictions, but, you know, it's just crazy time. And we're hoping that we can get back touring. But I can't see too much of it this year. You know, I'd say it'll be into next year, big time before we get up and running properly. That's crazy. That's what Marissa and I have been predicting since day one. And we, you know, obviously the U.S. has kind of hit the deadline way before the we ever thought. But, you know, we'll see what's good. Hopefully we can see you back on the road because I knew you had an American tour before, you know, COVID broke into and We would love to see you out here. Yeah, we hope to get over there. And maybe we might drop by L.A. as well. Hell yeah, let's go. I love that. I'm going to say it now. I want a ticket. Then we're going to have a party. I want to party? Yes. Absolutely. Let's talk about your track that we're about to play. It's called Sha La La. And to me, I find it kind of genre breaking on a level because as an American radio host, what country band starts a country song with a ukulele? Like, who Uh, does that? It's summary. It's just, it's kind of where we started because at the beginning, 
just a real quick story at the beginning. Yeah. It was just me and Kevin Collins with two guitars. So it was two acoustic guitars. And we done a, uh, you know, that Chris Stapleton song that he had, a, um, that Josh Turner had hit with. And we kind of were working on that. And that was our first kind of local radio kind of hit around here. Uh, it was called Your Man, which was a huge hit for Josh Turner. And we done that one. And it's kind of ukulele was kind of train, hey, soul, sister vibe going on, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I always liked that kind of sound. But then, as I always say about the band, just to evolve really quick, is the band got bigger, the sound got bigger, the trucks got bigger, everything got bigger. You know, the, yeah. the, overheads got, the overheads got bigger. So, you know, everything got bigger. But um, so that's, so now we're kind of doing full circle again. And we have back to the kind of ukulele sound as well, even though that we still have the big band. But I actually think like that's kind of cool. As much as I'm kind of... As much as I'm kind of teasing you at on a level, I think that's actually kind of cool that you are genre baking. I, I find that yeah. like when you actually get to explore these different sounds of instrumentals, uh, you might actually find something that actually kind of rocks your boat. And this, let's let this change is good. Change is good. I like it change. is good. And that's why I think it shocked me. And I think it's going to shock the listeners because it's that good. And let's, and Marissa, if you got that clip, let's roll that music video. This is the studio session of Sha La La. And you'll be singing it. <laughs> change my plans today take a left at the corner of I don't care and I can't wait head someplace where the grass is green and lay my worries down and find a little peace and just stare up at the clouds and drift away think it's time to tell the boss I'm through stick a for sale sign at the curb Change your front porch view Maybe find a sales a little tiki bar Trade my old routine for a new guitar Now I write a love song just for you And it'll go sha la 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 la
what's good that is hurricane highway and that is their track shalala and you can check that out all over all audio streaming services or just pick up the record but i want to remind the listening audience that you are listening to strike a chord because if you physically or digitally pick up those records you're gonna know these tracks and we got singer songwriter ed holland with us live on the chris college show Millennial tie. I need show. a Mai Tai. After listening to that, I was like, where's my Mai Tai? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to love no, it, man. Just to tell you a little story on that one as well. We actually wrote a song in the last two weeks for next summer already. The, a guy that I'm writing with in Chicago, another Kevin. It's all Kevin's. Oh my God, so Kevin. Kevin, a guy called Kevin Rowe. And we wrote a song. We were writing a song with him and another woman in Kentucky. All these people that I'm writing with that, is, that I was telling you about earlier on. Yeah. But to cut a long story short, the song is called Summer Young. Uh, we're just, it's a brand new song and hopefully we'll have a release next year. But, but since you mentioned about the mandolin, I'm trying to convince him that we want to put a mandolin into it. So that's, <laughs> I was actually talking about a mandolin today you before it. you said that. You and need to do it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> if he's watching it. this and Chris is slagging off the mandolin, then yeah. I might get to that in the song. So if the I'm, song is just to become a hit, it's your focus. No! <laughs> all right, I put all the. I, I like that. Actually, I like actually putting a little bit of pressure on you guys because yeah. you guys are obviously a multi-award winning group. And you know, if anything that I can do to set you guys to the next level, you know, I'll take plenty of kudos for that. <laughs> but Ed, That's I mean, cool. what's your advice for young up-and-coming bands who? want to build not just a national audience but an international audience because hurricane highway has successfully done that how do you do that basically how you do it is hard work and determination determination is the single biggest key kev always said that to me single biggest thing is determination he saw the determination the drive hard work it doesn't get any more than that you just don't stop it never stops but it's like when you're running your own business you know you're working all the time you're never off the clock you can't say Oh, I'm finished work at four o'clock. That's it. it. That doesn't happen when you when you run your own business. We yeah. work right around. It's day in, day out, everything. You're either at, you know, stories. You're either at Facebook. You're either at, you know, whatever it is right across the board. You're either in the studio. So is it you're keeping out. active on social media as well it's as relentless. doing these Zoom it, sessions? It's relentless. Yeah, relentless. This is one part of it. There's, you know, the social media, the Facebook, the Instagrams, the, the whole lot, like, you know, our main platform would be Facebook if anybody wants to go and check us out there that's watching your show, you know what I mean? Go over oh, and check yeah, us out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Better be doing but, that after the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're actually, everybody, they're on all platforms at Hurricane Highway. So find them. They're easy yeah. to find. No, and I, I find it absolutely incredible, Ed, because, you know, we're thrilled to be able to play one of your music videos. It's called Keep uh, Them Kisses Coming, which has reached over 2 million views between YouTube, Facebook, and other internet platforms, and still growing. So it's talk, my to favorite. About, like well, talk to me about what that song means to you. Uh, just me. It's a, just another great, uh, you know, sing-along song, Keep Them Kisses Coming. It's like Marissa's there. I can see her home and sha-la-la-la-la still. So she <laughs> yeah, can sing along yeah, with it as well. Yeah. So <laughs> when means- you're creating music for Hurricane Highway, is that like your number one objective? Because that's a common uh, theme that you keep uh, saying during the Strike Accord interview is that like you want sing-alongs. Is that something that's like yeah. in the roots of is that like a, a in the root of like an Irish heritage when it comes to music? I mean, not every country song to me is like a sing-along, you know? No, but I think it's very important to have a couple of them in your set. Like I, I kind of look at the set as a as an overall kind of picture with it's audience audience interaction is huge part of what we do. You know, getting the crowd involved, getting the audience. We want to make it a member a memorable show so that they'll come back again for more. So that's that's our 
motto. That's what we have since the start. We said we do like we're known for our music videos. We won music video of the year at the Country Music Awards back in 2016 and 2017. Dude, so we're known for that, <laughs> and we're known for the live shows, the high performance, you know, high energy. And as you see in Dance on the Seal and stuff like this. So that's, that's where it's at. Absolutely. And, and let's let the CCS family know what's good because I already know Marissa's already got it prepped. And let's let them know what's good, CCS let's family. Do it. Let's this do is it. Keep Them Kisses Coming. That look in your eye It says come here and get me boy Lay me down and love me just right Yeah Ain't going nowhere I got a bottle of wine I got nothing but time on my hands And I'm gonna be your man tonight Oh yes I am Nothing but what I'm doing Just laying around singing up with you We got our buzz on Sipping on a little something I need your love and Just keep them kisses coming It's been a long week I've been missing me some you Driving me crazy. Ooh. I swear there's honey on your lips. Ooh. Baby, give me one more long, slow kiss. I can't imagine you doing nothing but what I'm doing. Just laying around, taking love with you. We got our buzz on, sipping on a little something. I need your love just keep them kisses coming. Keep them kisses coming That's what's good. That is Hurricane Highway, and that is their music video. Keep them kisses coming. And we got like 30 seconds left, Ed Holland, but I wanted you to let the CCS family and all the listening audience that's tuning on in, where can they follow Hurricane Highway? You can follow Hurricane Highway on Facebook is our main platform. Come on over, 
drop us a line over there. Check out all our music on Spotify. It's on YouTube. We're on Instagram as well, but mainly on uh, Hurricane Highway on Facebook. Again, drop us a line. Our emails are there on our Facebook page. Absolutely, brother. We're definitely going to be having you join us for our music storm because I already know that you even have even more new singles that we weren't even able to play today. Yeah, our brand new singles. Tons of new singles, and you got a lot of new music in the works, so hopefully we can catch up with you in the new year. And uh, you know what? Hopefully you're out here next year so I can catch you live. Oh my gosh, that'd Hopefully, be please God, please God. Thanks so much, Chris <laughs> and Marissa, for having me. All right, rock and roll, and enjoy the rest rock of your day, roll. brother. Thanks so we much, guys. Of yeah. course. Peace. But I wanted to thank today's guest for joining us on the Chris Collins Show, Millennial Talk Show, and that is director Skylar Lawson with his Great Depression heist film, Whelm, that's all over Amazon Prime, or follow them on social media, and maybe you might be able to check it out at your local theater. And also, we always appreciate our across-the-pond guests all the way out in Ireland. We have Hurricane Highway, that is singer-songwriter Ed Holland with us, and What a great way to end off Season 9, family. We totally appreciate you. And get this, we've been heavily promoting this. Hopefully you guys have checked it out by now. And if not, share it. I'm not saying if not, but if you have checked it out and you want to share it with the peer, do this for us because that would be amazing because we have a brand new podcast series called Off the Fret featuring the Blowies as our inaugural guest. More music, more music talk. We really want to hear from you guys because this is something that we're hoping to pursue going into next season even more. And if you like what you're listening to, go to thechriscollinshow.com and become a member today and get that free CCS t-shirt fam. Much love, much success, Marissa. This has been a beautiful season, and I cannot believe we made it to two digits, fam. This is going to be season 10 starting in a couple of weeks, so follow us on social media, and we will let you know when we are pinpointing it at for our start. But for now, enjoy the weekend, fam, and Marissa and I will see you soon in the future. The Chris Collins Show presents Music Storm 2021, hosted by Chris Collins and Marissa Pitts, featuring Tiana Kutcher, Some Daggers Wear Red, Desmond Walker, Dulos, Saturn Till June, YT Will, it feels good to be the bad guy, walk these shoes you'll see why, look at things from both sides, ain't nothing like the, EC Main, one thug, one thug, Lord show a little mercy on one thug, the Phoenix with Ben, Chloe Wilder. Jonas and I. Came. An animal son. Storm 2021.
2021. Available on YouTube Live. Peace. Our brand new podcast off the fret. I love it. It's more time to chat. <laughs> Hello. You would look so jazzy. I love your outfit. How far would you go to start playing live music again? This slaps harder than my ex when she got her stimulus check. So, um, (laughs) so, um, are you here to bring the sexual healing with your music? Everything is everything, and I guarantee you're going to hear this song in the future. I love the flow, man. Politically charged album. So, if you get easily offended, this might not be the album for you. Brand new podcast off the fret. So excited. Um, has Kim Kardashian accidentally sent you a coochie shot? Do you want to stay there? It's completely your choice. Or you want to... <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. And you know what I love? Off the fret. More music, more music talk. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>